Hello, this is Violet Rain, your host for the Rebel Haven Podcast, a show designed to inspire, educate, and empower our community of entrepreneurs that think differently. For as in the words of the great and late Steve Jobs, the ones who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones that do. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. I have a dream that one day, that one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Hello and welcome everybody to the Rebel Haven podcast. I am your host, Violet Rain Freedom. And today I have a very special guest, the lovely, the talented Victoria Alario. And <laughs> so Victoria, you guys, is a serial entrepreneur. This woman is absolutely brilliant. She's an influencer, a content creator. She's got an agency that helps her with all of getting all of the brands that she helps promote. She's recently launched Vixen the label. This is a lingerie brand that she's the creator of. She hosts the For the Girls podcast. She's a consistent five-figure a month business owner. She also does confidence and business coaching. Victoria, everybody. (laughs) Isn't that a mouthful? Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm really excited to do this with you. Yeah. So I um, you guys, as I was researching Victoria, I just became increasingly more excited um, because this is a badass out there that's just making things happen. So I know we're going to get a lot of value out of today. So grab a notebook, take some notes. I'm sure that we are going to bump up against time because I can already tell I could talk to <laughs> an epic person for hours. So, you know, if you guys like what you hear, make sure you go and check out her podcast, for the girls. She puts out incredible content. I've only listened to like half of an episode and I was already like, all right, I, you know, I'm subscribing to get the notifications when new episodes come out because it's really inspiring stuff. So let's just jump right in. Victoria, my first question for you is, you know, how did you get your start in being an entrepreneur? Well, if you ask my grandfather, he'll tell you that when I was like 10 years old, when they would say to me, what do you want to be when you get older? I would say, I want to be CEO. And they would say to me, what does it mean? Cause they knew I didn't know what it meant. They're like, what does that mean? What is it? And I'm like, I don't know, but I know that like they own things and they like get to work for themselves, whatever. I'm, like, I would just say like all these like funny things of like what my idea of what like a CEO was. And I just knew that like in the movies, they were like the one in charge. And that's all I cared about. So like entrepreneurship, like owning, you know, businesses and whatnot was always something that I wanted to do. Um, But, you know, it doesn't, that's not a natural route to go. I don't come from a family of business owners. I don't come from money to invest and to start businesses. So I, you know, I went to college. I did the whole thing. I was actually in fashion PR, but I did start a a fashion blog when I was in college. So in 2015, which feels like yesterday, but also feels like a lifetime ago. And it was the era of blogs. Like I literally had a blog in fashion. We trust was my blog. So, you know, it was like the something Navy of the world, like Ariel Charna's and Omni Song and Bridget. Um, I think her blog was called like, I her blog was called And I Was Like. Like we had like all these like sayings, you know, like, and anyway, I started then. I would buy clothes, take photos, return the clothes, borrow clothes from friends, give it back, like shooting, 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 shooting every day until I just, 
you know, I had to work, you know, my regular job, whatever, fast forward by 2018, I was able to quit my full-time job and work from social media full-time work for myself. I didn't actually get signed to a talent agency, like officially until 2020, like you mentioned. So, I mean, this is five years, you know, like 2015, didn't really start making money on on social media till 2018 didn't actually get signed till 2020 so i've always had that like hustle like you know like just keep going have the patience persevere keep going um and i always knew everything had a bigger picture so i was never of course we get impatient i'm a new yorker i got no time for anything but you know i always kept the mindset of like it's meant to be it'll happen it'll happen and um yeah. And so it all led to me, you know, doing work on social media, which led to me building an audience and a community, which led to me doing for the girls, which is my podcast. And then through building that audience and people coming to me now for advice, I'm like answering DMs, but I can only give so many people advice at a time for free, which led to me doing coaching. So yeah, it all like one thing always leads to another. And with now having Vixen, which is my feminine clothing and lingerie brand I've always just like my fashion style was always like lace and I, I mean I was a kid wearing like uh bustier like corset tops I love like leather and lace and and um feathers like everything that's just very feminine and things of that nature was always my style so I was always shooting that content well before Vixen was even an idea so one thing just always led to another and for me it just like that there was no other option like this everything I do was just what was meant for me basically I love it I'm taking all these notes and had a couple of fun ideas and then I want to circle back to some stuff you just said when you just said leather and lace I'm like what if that was the name <laughs> of like your new group coaching program like leather's the business lace <laughs> is the feminine or something I don't know oh my god wait so that cool. is like the best idea I ever heard so I love cute. that but I wanted to point out, you guys, are you guys hearing her? Like you need to hear her. She was doing this actively on social media for three years before she even started seeing any profit, any money in any way. Like you need to recognize like success leaves clues, success leaves clues. And one of them is I'm hearing the persistence. I'm hearing the patience. I'm hearing the, like dedication. And I'm also hearing this really beautiful theme of like one thing leads to another. Like it's organic, this journey that we're on. And, you know, I think a lot of entrepreneurs take themselves out of the game because they're in that, I want overnight success. I mean, like I'm hearing the scrappiness of like, I'm borrowing clothes, I'm buying clothes and returning them. I'm like, you're doing whatever it takes. I mean, and that's what it takes. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. absolutely what it takes. You know, I did have, like I said, I had my full-time job. And one of the questions people always ask me is like, well, how could I become a content creator? Or how could I know if this is for me? Like when I do this and I do that and so on and so forth. I'm like, I woke up earlier. I went to sleep later. I invested my weekends into my blog. Like while most people were going out, I was with my mom at 6 a.m. at the Brooklyn Bridge shooting photos of myself. Like that was just like, there was no other way around it. And I, you know, you get a lunch break at work. Like I work nine to six. So you get a one hour lunch break. I 
I didn't eat on my lunch break. I ate throughout the day so that I wasn't hungry on my lunch break so that on my lunch break, I would take pictures of myself. Like I would eat snacks all day so that I didn't take an hour to waste on food. I took an hour during the day to shoot my outfit and my coworkers and I would switch outfits. I was lucky enough that I worked with all, I was really small at the time. I'm still pretty petite, but at the time I was tiny and all the girls I worked with the really small girls and we all fit in each other's clothes. So they, I would literally be like, okay, I'm going to take my lunch. Who wants to switch outfits with me? Whoever would switch, we'd switch outfits. I'd shoot in their outfit. And then I'd go take pictures. Like there was like, I was, I was going to get the shot if it killed me. (laughs) So, you know, when people ask these questions, I'm just like, it's got to be in your nature. It's got to be second, like secondhand nature to you that you just, you just know it. You just know it's for you. Yeah. You just know it's for you. That's beautiful. So what would you say, what was your biggest obstacle and challenge in like getting to this point? Um, I mean, I would say that just like everybody else, like I, I have failed a lot throughout the way. Like I have gone through a lot of trial and error and I've also had to become the best version of me to really see the success that I want. Um, I'm the type of person who like, I will let myself like go broke just to work on what I want, like just to like get to a place. So even like with the blog, like I was okay, like having no money doing it because I wanted to keep doing it. And so for me, I think in all of that trial and error and doing things like no matter what it takes, like I have failed so much professionally and like getting things done like that, but also like I've lost parts of myself at certain times because to me, I went through a really toxic phase of thinking like anyone who wasn't like working hard at their passion was like bad. Like if you went out at all, you were bad. Like that was not good. Like I would judge people who would have fun. I'm like, what are you doing? So like, I, like I did for me, the hardest part, like was some, there were points where I would not only just fail at like what I'm doing but the fact that like I guess it's like also like a pro too like just the fact that I was so relentless at it that like I was really hard on myself and really hard on other people who didn't work like me so there were times where I had to like step back and do the inner work on myself and now I'm almost actually next month will be five years I think it'll be exactly five years on like I've been working like on um with like an intuitive coach and a healer she does like all of these things for me and like I realize like what am I doing like what's wrong with me that like even if I am like giving everything to this like why do I still have like this internal struggle and I realize like yeah I just went through a really toxic mindset that I thought was productive and it was actually not productive which kind of makes sense why like I would fail in certain ways too so yeah I think that getting to doing that inner work investing into myself really healing myself and stepping back and like becoming more self-aware and more socially aware and really overcoming all of that was probably my biggest like um, strength, uh, my biggest, like, I don't know, my biggest win, maybe I don't really know what the right word would be for that. But it was definitely the hardest thing that I did overcome. If that all makes sense. I know it's like a full circle question. But I feel like there's a lot of sense. 
It makes so much sense. I'm, yeah. I'm, loving, I'm loving hearing this. Like you guys, success leaves clues. Like she's working with a coach. She's bringing in an outside perspective to help improve and work on her mindsets and any trait, right? Like being determined, being hardworking, there's a shadow side to that. Like yeah. we out of balance and we need people around giving us that feedback. Like that is so valuable. Like for me personally, I don't hire a coach unless they're working with a coach. <laughs> I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. To be having like right now I have three coaches. I have one for my speaking business, one for my like coaching business and crystal shop. And then I have a relationship coach. Um, because, and, and every time I hire a coach, I see massive acceleration in like all areas of my life because I have you know, we can't solve a problem with the same mind that's created it. It's like this little close of one of my coach calls it um, learning in a bubble. It's like, you're not going to figure anything out without any other outside input. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm thinking right now would be a great time to actually tell them a little bit about the coaching that you do. So you've mentioned that you have a wait list opening up. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. So I do, I've been doing private one-on-one coaching for a while now. And you know, it's amazing. I love watching people grow because they don't see it the way that I see it. Like I see them from day one, like unable to really answer my questions. Very like, "Hmm, I don't know. I don't know. And then we'll be on like week eight, week nine, week 10, whatever. And they're like, like spilling like word vomiting like they 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 just love to talk now like they love to get it all out so like I love 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 watching the progress of people and to me that's like that's what gets me going now I always did love being in service to others I did always love helping others I've always coached and mentored people in all areas of my businesses over the past you know five years and now like this one-on-one you know confidence coaching has really like lit like a fire and a spark in me that's very different from the hustle type of fire that I had because now I just said to you before we got into recording this like now you know I have not to say that I have office hours but I like you know I have like limited hours that I work like I won't stay up working till midnight anymore I will only take clients at certain times I will only take phone calls at certain times and so with all of that um I am limited to the amount of people that I can serve because limited hours. You can only, you know, work one-on-one with so many people. So that's when I decided, okay, I'm going to do a group uh, coaching program because I really only like to take on a few people a week at a time. And if I do a, a group, then I could have multiple people in and meet with them, you know, once a week. And what even like got me going more was like community because community is at the forefront of everything. I believe that creators who don't really grow aren't serving a community creators who are like I'm I'm posting every day but nothing is coming out of it aren't building a community and for me my thing is always about helping as many people as I possibly can which is why to circle for a second with for the girls I did not make a single dollar on for the girls until one year into doing it and I, I also told you before recording this for the girls is a one-man show so I make my show notes, I record, I edit, I produce, I publish, I do everything for the girls by myself for $0 for a whole year. I did that. So it was like a full-time hobby. Like it takes a long time to get a podcast, you know, um, put together. So to me, that's how I was able to help the masses. That's how I was able to help a lot of people. 
But then bringing it back to this, I'm like, okay, now I want to do, I want to build a tighter knit community. I want to work with a lot of girls at once who can really like not only learn from me, but be inspired by each other, form friendships with like-minded people, you know, that the average person doesn't even have a good group of friends. Like with creating my content, I mean, I get messages, I get DMs. On my podcast, I do a segment called Dear Victoria. So people like send me their situations to ask for advice. And the amount of people who are like, my friends don't even want to hang out with me. My friends don't even invite me. I'm like, they're not your friends. You don't have good friends. You don't have a true group of friends. And to me, I'm 27 years old. My best friends in my life are my best friends since we're 13 freshmen in in high school. Like friends is my whole entire life. Um, And so I really want girls to build really good friendships, really like a, a really just like-minded community where you can feel where you can be vulnerable without judgment. You could have differences without judgment and just feel like, yeah, like everyone here is empowered. Everyone here is kind. Everyone here is committed to their growth um, because that's what it's all about. This coaching is all about committing to your growth. So th- that wait list that's open is because in the next coming months, I will be launching that group program and it'll be kind of like a spinoff of the one-on-one coaching that I do. It'll obviously be different in a way. Um, but yeah, it's going to be really, really exciting to be able to offer a program to multiple people at once. For real. So if someone wanted to get on your wait list, what do they need to do? So of course, add me on Instagram or TikTok. I have the links in my bio, like anywhere that you could find me on social media, even on my for the girls, like it's always going to be in my show notes on the podcast episodes. It's always going to be in my bios. Um, yeah, you could literally, and my Instagram and all my social media is victoria.alario. So my last name is A-L-A-R-I-O. Um, you just go to my social media and everything is in my bio. You can inquire for one-on-one coaching. You can inquire for group coaching. You could find the link to Vixen the label. You can find the link to my podcast. Like literally everything is there. I love it. I'm really, I, I'm really excited that you're opening up a group. It's fun because you get to multiply the impact in the group setting in the community. Like it's everything. Yeah. It's like, there's not, there's no reason to stay in something if you don't feel like you're a part of it. And people are only influenced by people that they can feel like they are part of a community with. They can only follow you for so long to see your outfits or whatever it might be. But people like the longevity comes from a community. And I, I know it firsthand and I know the importance of good friends firsthand. And yeah, that's, that's why, like I said, everything I do, one thing leads to another always. (laughs) I love that. It's very natural and organic. So what would be your top tip for entrepreneurs that are hearing you? They're like, okay, if I want to increase my social following, I need to build community. What's like your number one tip for actually implementing that into their socials? Don't be selfish with what you want to share. I went through a phase like that too, kind of through that toxic phase that I was talking about where like, I didn't want to share tips and things because I'm like, I should be paid for my time. And of course we should all be paid for our time, but people, when people come to follow you and if they decide to stay following you, they're asking themselves questions. Do I even like this person? Do I even trust this person? Do I get any value from this person? Um, you know, what am I even here for? What's in it for me? Like all of these questions that people ask themselves internally, subconsciously, not out loud, but when they follow you, like think about when you follow someone or when you unfollow someone, there's a reason you unfollow because you have value. You you see the value of this person or you unfollow because you don't. 
And a lot of people want the money and want the subscribers and want, you know, the clients, but they, they don't share free. They don't share value. They don't share like, and I didn't even start TikTok until this year. And TikTok has exploded my podcast and my coaching because TikTok being that it's more of a video platform than Instagram being more like photo targeted is where you could really, really, really share your voice. So through Instagram, I was doing a lot more stories, like talking on my stories um, through TikTok. Now I share like the videos and I'm just oh, always giving value. And it doesn't matter to me that I'm not getting paid for it because if someone's meant to become my client, then they will become my client. Um, and yeah, I know so many people who don't like to share and they just don't want to give that sort of value away for free. But to me, that insight, I mean, like I said, I only started TikTok like say nine months ago. I'm at 150,000 followers, which is not huge because some people get a million in, in a year. But like, I think that it's pretty good given the fact that like, I didn't even know what I was doing. I thought I was too old to be on TikTok. Then I went on and I'm like, shit, I'm missing out on a whole world. So, you know, you, you always learn, you learn, you learn, you learn. And I've learned that giving away that sort of advice, that value, that insight is literally like, that's the key that entrepreneurs need. Oh, I love that. Leading with service, giving it yeah. away. So we're nearing the end of our time here. Do you, how are you on time? Do you have like five to eight more minutes? Yeah. Okay, cool. Cause I want to talk a little bit, like, as you were talking, I was thinking about bringing in Vixen. So you guys, Vixen, it's, I loved when I saw a Vixen, the label, this brand, because it's spelled V I C S E N because this is Victoria, right? That's why it's yeah. Vixen. It's not like that. Yes. It's so like true. a Vixen. Yeah. Like V I X N, but instead it's uh, merging Victoria and sensuality together. So. Oh, sensuality. That's the missing piece. Okay. That's <laughs> it's um, like a little puzzle. Victoria, sensuality, you put it together and you get a Vixen, so which is literally a sensual woman. Like a Vixen is that. And it was just such a Beautiful masterpiece right there. <laughs> Perfect. It's brilliant. The brand is amazing. That's something else I want to give you mad props. Like as she's saying, you guys, that she's a one man show, a one woman show. Um, it's mind blowing because her branding is really on point. She has a great eye for it. I will say I do have a creative director for Vixen. I do. I do. But you know, of course, like it's my designs, it's my vision. It's all my stuff. And my creative director brings that to life. I do have to give her credit for that because the Vixen stuff, I would not be able to do without her. And that's actually, you know, how I told you, um, I just started, I just hired, which she's going to start next week, an assistant. I also, which this hasn't started yet, but my creative director for Vixen, I'm now taking her on as a partner. So I'm now, I'm now starting to like let people in because I'm a control freak and I'm like, no one can touch anything that I do. So she hasn't officially like, I guess, become a partner yet, but like now moving forward, she will be. And so I know we didn't discuss that, but yeah, no, I'm now in my like delegating phase, letting people help me phase. That's the only reason why I've been able to create these boundaries of hours that I can work because when you do only the stuff like by yourself, which I've done forever, you're like, oh, so I, if I get 
this done that I can finish work by 2 a.m. Great. (laughs) Yay. So now, yes, I am. I do give her credit for all of that stuff. But of course, Vixen is literally like my aesthetic, like even in my real life, like my apartment looks like that. (laughs) Everything that I do is like that. That's all me. I, I I love it. And you guys, success leaves clues. She is giving props and credit where credit's due. One thing that oh, you're yeah. going to find with successful entrepreneurs is they don't need to always be in the limelight. They don't need to always have the accolades. They're very willing and ready to, to co-collaborate, to celebrate with the people who've helped them get to where they are. Um, so I hope you guys caught that when she was talking and I'm excited, everyone, you need to go follow her because <laughs> moving into a delegation phase, she's going to be in multiplication. Like what she's already been able to create primarily on her own, um, is incredible. And now that she's moving into delegation and partnership, things are really going to go to a whole new level, but it's hard to like go to control, man. It is. No, it's really scary. Even to say the words to someone, like, I want to like give you responsibilities. I'm like, I want help. Like it's hard, you know, but you know, I saw the value in her. I saw exactly like, like you said, the branding is beautiful. She made the logo. She did all, all those things. And you know, when I saw that, I'm like, if I want to expand this, that kind of person, like it's not, and this is like for any entrepreneur who's going, who is going to be hiring people and starting the business. Like, I'm like, I would never be able to actually make money from Vixen because every dollar that I would make, I'd want to put back into her as like someone I'm hiring, like, you know, as like, um, a contractor. So I'm like, fuck it. Let me split like the brand with her so that this way I'm not necessarily paying her everything. It's like, okay, now we go in this together because her value, I wouldn't, Vixen wouldn't be Vixen without her, even though it's mine. It also, you know, she, it's literally her too. So I'm like, I'm (laughs) take half of the, take half of this. Um, so yeah, no, I'm very excited about that because yeah, it's, you can only go so far. You can, what, what's that saying? It's like, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go with others. Mm -hmm. And that's, I, I, I might've butchered that, but it's so true because I'm the type of person who alone, I can accomplish five projects, you know, in an hour, I could do everything myself. But if you want to go far, if you want longevity and you want sustainability, you got to hire the right people and you got to bring them with you. Oof, that's money, money, money. That's so good. So to to move us into like my final question, I need to let you guys know, um, Victoria models her line. When I went to your website and I saw you modeling your own line, I'm like, damn, okay, okay. So when you say you do confidence and business coaching, hell yeah, you do. So I'd love to know, like, what's your number one tip for women to really develop this type of confidence that you exude? So my one-liner that I just say literally every day, like I just, I, it goes with me every time I talk about confidence is I only want what wants me. And that mindset has allowed me to drop any ounce of fear around things like rejection or judgment, or, you know, like, you know how many times that we want to do something and we don't do it because of what others might say. And it's like, well, why would you want 
someone or something that rejects you, that doesn't want you. I have no fear around rejection. Quite frankly, I don't even believe in rejection because if something isn't for me, like if they don't want me, then it's not for me and I don't want it either. I don't want anything that's that's not for me, whether that be a job, like, you know, pe most people have a regular job. If a job declines you, why would you be sad? Why would you want to work somewhere that they don't see the value in you? Like that's that doesn't make sense to me. If it comes to friendships, you know, when girls send me their things saying, my friends didn't invite me out. Should I ask them? Blah, blah, blah. Don't ever invite yourself to somewhere you weren't invited. If, if they don't ask, don't ask. Like if they don't invite you, don't ask. Why would you want to be around people who don't want to be around you? When it comes to, you know, guys, women, dating, whatever. If you don't hear from someone who says that they're going to call you, I'm going to call you, I'm going to call you, I'm going to take you out. And then they don't. Don't text them to remind them. Oh, you said you would call. Oh, you said you would take me to dinner. They know what they said they were going to do. They're choosing not to do it. <laughs> you know, people are not that forgetful if they like you. So for all of the things, I'm just like, I only want what wants me. And that's like been my, you know, one liner for the past few years is, and it to me makes confidence come very easily, effortlessly and naturally to me. It's just like, I don't, if you don't want me, I don't want you either. Fine. Bye. <laughs> that is incredible. And that is the most beautiful punctuation mark to wrap up this episode. If you guys haven't already while listening to this gone to follow this incredible badass, you need to go do that right now. Victoria Alario on Instagram. She's also on TikTok. Her TikTok's hilarious. Go jump on there. And remember you badasses out there, like take this to heart, write this down, put this on your bathroom mirror. You don't want what doesn't want you. Thank you for being here, you guys. Lots of love to you all, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, Victoria. It was so much fun. Thank you.